following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Retro Pop. You're home for bi-weekly pop culture every other week, right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside me to help conclude our American Folklore Legends Month, Mr. Johnny Townsend. That's right. That's hey, get out of the way. Oh no, not this guy. Go away. Well, well, the old prospector's here where he belongs in the spotlight. You're going to be talking about old Johnny Appleseed. Well, I knew him back in the day. You don't mean he that. owes me so many apples. <laughs> he owes me so many apples. And Did he you? Went, you didn't know him? I knew him personally. Uh, we went to the same church. We worshiped the same deity and we ate from the same apple. <laughs> That's this is that, getting real weird. One person bites from one end, the other one bites from the opposite end. It's a real lady of the tramp, but with apple. <laughs> but it's not romantic. <laughs> it's uh it's how you get initiated into the church. <laughs> it sounds like my kind of party. Well, oh, hello, old prospector. Well, I just wanted to stop by and let this audience here know about this show called The Panel Discussion. Uh, please go check it out. It's, it's my shit. show. What? Uh, you're, what, Stewie, first. It's our show. Don't call it that. It's the Stooley and, and Old Prospector show over on the panel discussion. Uh, go check it out. It's such a great time. Maybe you'll find some gold in them there podcasts. Well, I got to go. Bye, Prospector. See ya. Well, there he was. Well, I'm glad you guys are uh, settled your differences from last episode of panel discussion. Yeah. You, know, you being locked in a trunk and all. No big deal. I got over it. I mean, I don't want to get too graphic on this podcast, but I had a happy ending. <laughs> so we're talking about Johnny Appleseed today, everybody. <laughs> uh, really? We're in trouble, Matt, because that show is going to bleed into the uh, this show that me and you do together. Because I just have fun goofing off with you. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you're getting worse and worse with your language. <laughs> I don't know if you I, I don't know if you picked it. <laughs> Look what you've done to me. Every every week I I, I I you become more and more of a degenerate, and I love you I'm, even more for it. <laughs> I was once a good Christian boy. <laughs> this is what I am now. Yep. Tainted. But, yep. That show is so evil. But today we're talking about me appleseed. <laughs> Yes, we are. A man who spread his seed all across the country. We are going to be talking about one Johnny Appleseed today and uh, close off our uh, our our month of American folklore heroes. A lot of fun. I have a lot in common with Johnny Appleseed, not just the first name. Uh, you mentioned him spreading his seed everywhere. I've done the same and also bore no children. <laughs> so, me and uh, Mr. Appleseed have a lot in common. This well, is that I know of. <laughs> this is, I think this is going to be the first time we put on the explicit content button. Let's, do, let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why the heck not? Um, We're going right. to kick a rotten apples. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. All right. Let's get into our personal history with Mr. Johnny Appleseed. is good to me and so i thank the lord for 
given me the things I need, the sun and rain and an apple seed. Yes, he's been good to me. All right, Johnny, I presume much like you did for Davy Crockett, much like I did for Davy Crockett, you learned a lot about Johnny Appleseed as a, uh, as a, as a young fellow, you know, in school, growing up and reading books, children's books, loved uh, these American folklore heroes. I do remember covering him. Yeah. In the first grade, actually, we, we did him for our, uh, our, I don't even know what it was. Elementary school is just a jumbled mess of bullshit. But um, it's a great way to explain it. You, I mean, right. Like, I, I really, really don't know. Like, it was nice. Like in middle school and high school, your classes yeah. were separate. You go to different teachers and teachers from things. And All I remember elementary from school. elementary school is the teachers that I liked and Sesame Street. <laughs> That's all I can really remember. That's not the first bit. time I got in trouble ever. I remember that, too. Oh, man. <laughs> You'll never believe what it was for for talking too much. <laughs> Never. Your, teacher, your teachers would be shocked right now. I know. Disappointed. Away. <laughs> they they failed you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so growing up, you know, Johnny Appleseed was one of the first, you know, those first folklore heroes that you hear about. Um, again, books, uh, maybe a movie, maybe like a cartoon movie, uh, something like that. But, I thought like uh, it was a cartoon, right? I feel like there was, because I had a. Oh man, I my mom got us when I was, we were little at an American Heroes Disney VHS. I don't know if Johnny Appleseed was a part of it though. He might have been. I know Paul Bunyan was, and um, oh, the dude with the sledgehammers, uh, John Henry, John, John Henry, Henry? Yeah. John Henry, and I think there was one more. I don't remember if Johnny Appleseed was a part of it, but who was the really huge guy? Was that Paul Bunyan? That was Bunyan. He had the big axe. And the big ox. The big right? ox, yes. Yeah. And he used to grease his frying pan by having people. Oh, man, I remember these books now. I wish I could find them. Uh, but now I'm kind of sad we didn't cover him. We'll have to do another American Heroes one. But he used to have it. He, the legend was he used to have people like skate on butter to, to yes. grease up yeah. his pan. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, Johnny Appleseed is a classic. Uh, you know, I think that everybody knows about him. Probably one of the more mainstream folklore heroes um, uh, of all time, which is crazy because his legend is well over 200 years at this point. So, um, so yeah, and actually doing research for this episode, I learned a lot by that I'm excited to discuss with all of you. Johnny, what about you, bud? Your experience yeah, with Johnny? Very, yeah, very similar. I think if you grew up in... Uh, America, uh, and you went to elementary school in America. You at the very least heard the name Johnny Appleseed. It was brought up. He's kind of a uh, a unique person, I would say. When you actually dive into the real person, I for the longest time remember thinking I didn't know if this person was real or not, right? Because he's because it's uh, it's just a legend that you keep hearing about. Is this person real? And then I remember distinctly that there's this uh, YouTuber I I watch, and he would go to this one town. I can't remember where it's at. It's the town where Johnny Appleseed ends up staying at for, at the end of his life. It's uh, I believe it's Fort Worth, Indiana. Yes, or it's that's somewhere it. yes. out in Indiana. Yeah. Yes, uh, and um, they claim that big time there, uh, that, you know, the real part. They even have like a statue of him sitting in a, on a, a bench or something like that. And I remember thinking, oh, wow, so he is completely real then. He's a real person. And uh, this was a lot of fun diving into this. I can't wait to talk about him. That's why I found this month to be really interesting, because these are the two legends that we hear about. And, you know, there comes a certain point where you don't know if there's a real person behind that. But this was most certainly a real person. And to me, he seems a little uh, eccentric, but in a good way. I think a little bit more likable is, is one way after it to say, yeah. after doing this research, it, you know, when you're in school, everything's kind of, everything's kind of dumbed down, simplistic, except math. Um, but like yeah. history lessons, it's always like the, the, the bare bones basic, but man, when you get out and you start doing stuff on your own, it's like, wow, this is kind of cool. Um, uh, it's a little bit more, it's, it's even cooler than originally thought. And I, I think, if you know listeners, if you stick with us through this episode today, you're gonna learn a uh, a ton 
that maybe you did not know originally uh, from from children's books and, and hearing about them. So, but um, but that is it for personal history. Unless Johnny, you got anything you want to add? Uh, he has the most uh, bestest uh, first name I've ever heard. Except Matt's a close second. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. You're number one in me uh, in my eyes too. It is a good name. I have an uncle named John Johnson. Terrible, terrible. Oh name. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Johnny's my actual name. It's not John. It's actually Johnny. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm one of the few like that. That's what's I on my birth certificate. <laughs> I don't know what uh, I was going for there. That's what I imagine how Johnny Appleseed talks. Here's my apples. <laughs> Well, we'll have to get him on the panel discussion sometime soon. I'm sure he'll do it just fine. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, let's hop on into the history of Johnny Appleseed. I owe the Lord so much for everything I see. I'm certain if it weren't for him, there'd be no apples on this limb. He's been good to me. I just realized that editing in transitions might be a little tough for this one. I don't know yet. Yeah, what are you going to do? (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, what is it? What is that stuff? ASMR, like people biting into apples just over and over. Let me try. All right. I'm really good at sound effects. All right. Here, I'll do. uh, This is a man biting into apple. Really juicy. Uh There's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Here's man, uh, <laughs> here's man biting into apple, realizing there's a worm in it, uh, but uh, realizing that he's just really hungry, he's going to keep eating the apple anyway. Here we go. <clears throat> huh? Yeah. All right, here's <laughs> last one. Here's man <laughs> biting into apple. But then all of a sudden, a helicopter comes over. <laughs> there we go. No. Huh? Perfect. I'm glad you came up. I'm going to, I might actually use those as transitions. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Depending on what's available on the good old YouTube, we'll certainly if see. Use those, I'll know that you found nothing. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, so I surprise everybody. Johnny Appleseed is, uh, Appleseed is not actually his last name. What? Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely insanity. But it isn't. His actual name john chapman it's actually uh it's pretty relatively well known um i do remember hearing that his his last name was actually chapman and i don't know it just the last name appleseed is just like you don't know any it's a very not very common last name so um it just you know you just kind of know it's not real yeah it's kind of back in those you remember uh when you were you learned that like in medieval times maybe it was even before that that a person's last name was kind of linked to what they did, their profession. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Appleseed made sense to me in that aspect. Uh, but yeah, then I found out his name was Chapman and I was trying to figure out <laughs> what that meant. He did <laughs> or his forefathers did. He chapped men like chapstick. He's a chapstick applier to <laughs> fellow man, man. What a job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he was born on September 26th, 1774 in the New England area. Uh, Leo <laughs> Minster. What did your name? Matt what? Johnson. What is yours? <laughs> oh, God. Son of John, even though I'm not. I don't know. That's probably what it actually means. I was just using Johnson as a- my actual my my family's le- like legit last name is uh, it's Johnstone. Oh, mm. whoa, okay, we're getting somewhere there. I think it's it's yeah, I'm pretty sure it's John Stone. It's either so Johnston or John Stone, but uh, my well, my great grandfather, he was like a war deserter or something. He changed his last name so we can come over here. So it's it's <laughs> yeah, I, I'm that. pretty sure it's Johnston or John Stone. John Stone sounds cool, though. It's, it's like, yeah, it's Irish. It's 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 yeah, from Ireland. So yeah, uh, Townsend. Uh, I don't know what 
we did, but I guess we were like mail carriers <laughs> send stuff to town. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you sent stuff to town. Yeah, I'm, something I'm, I can think of. We were the, I would really like to look. That'd be something cool to look into someday. Yeah, look into our, our our last name history. One time we need to just have a whole episode where me and you both just did our uh, ancestry just to see what we find and how ashamed we are. <laughs> we'll do an ancestry.com episode or yeah. something. <laughs> and if I, and if an episode never happens dear audience, it means we were deeply ashamed of what we found. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh <laughs> so yeah, he was born in New England, New England colonies, Leominster, Massachusetts, right at the cusp of the uh, American Revolution. He's the second child of Nathaniel and Elizabeth Chapman, uh who were both wed on February 8th, 1770. And uh, his mother died relatively young, early in his life. She passed away in 1776, like maybe, oh, yeah, 1776. She passed away after giving birth to a second son, which is a lot. That was something that was a lot more commonplace uh, back in the day. And that's unfortunately that second son um, passed away uh, just a few days later, Nathaniel Jr., so she died in childbirth for a, for a child who did not survive. Um, and uh, 1780, his dad returned home and, uh, and he married, he remarried. He remarried a woman by the name of Lucy Cooley. Um, but, um, but yeah, so he was, you know, there's not a whole lot known about his young, young life, maybe school, you know, maybe a little bit of that. But when he hit 18 years old, he convinced his uh, his half brother, who was 11, to go out west with him. And reading up, I'm like, Ohio, that's not very west. But for, for Massachusetts, it's pretty west. Um, they actually went and uh, they went and kind of settled in Ohio and, you know, try to get something going. That was Ohio was about as far west as you can go back in that in that time period. Um, eventually his dad and, uh, and, and, and Nathaniel's mom eventually moved out and they started a, uh, um, what do they call it? They, they, they started a farm out in Ohio and then John went on his way. He, uh, he started an apprenticeship under a Mr. Crawford, whose first name isn't revealed as an orchidist orchardist. Oh, I hate doing English sometimes or, or, or. Orchardist, orchardist. I like how I was going to correct you with. I was going to correct you with so much confidence that I didn't deserve because <laughs> I didn't know either which way you say that. What you, or, it's, I mean, it's an orchard that he deals with, right? So it sounds like it would be orchardist, but that doesn't orchardist. feel right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm. That's what I, That's yeah. But orchardist an, just sounds just as stupid, <laughs> like an orca dist, like an orca whale. Yeah, yeah like you're uh, just really putting down an orchid, like you're really hurting his feelings. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, she a blue whale. <laughs> oh, you do sound effects too? We, we got to put out an album. <laughs> well, yeah, we're doing Christmas albums this year. Um, <laughs> but it's all just sound effects. <laughs> no singing, just sound effects. Yeah, just sound effects. To the beat of, to yeah, that's all. Uh, <laughs> to the beat of well-known Christmas jingles and songs. I'm here for it. <laughs> that's, that's that's a whale singing come they told me yes thanks for clarifying <laughs> uh so yeah so this or- orchardist mr crawford he actually grew apples and this was an important uh first step in 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 mr chapman john chapman's uh future in being the the sower of apple seeds um 1800, he hits, he was the tw- year, age of 26, and he was in Licking River, Ohio. That sounds sanitary. Um, <laughs> and his, uh, his, which he actually created his first uh, orchard on the farm of Isaac Stanton in Licking County. So basically, one of the things that Johnny Appleseed did was he'd go um, from town, to, like place, town to town, um, simply put, and hit up farms, plots of land, and uh, and plant plant seeds plant apple seeds it's basically what he did 
um, which is kind of cool. It's it's kind. I'm trying to think of like a business way of comparing because he did profit from this. I don't want anybody to like think that he just did this out of the kindness of his heart. He um, well, it was kind of both, right? It was a little bit of both. No, yeah. you're. I, I should. You're right. It was. I, th- I think first and foremost, it was to make a living. Yes, but also he was very well known for being very generous and uh, understanding when it came to dealing with people. Honor, you know, I, I, that's absolutely true. Um, absolutely true. He, he, there's a lot of really nice stories as we, as we progress through this, but, uh, but yeah, so he made like a cut of every apple sold off of his trees, which was, it, you know, something that I, you know, I found pretty interesting, but uh, in 1806, he took a grand voyage uh, on actually uh, a pair of canoes down the Ohio, Muskegon and wall haunting, Nailed it. Rivers. And uh, yeah, two canoes. He, he tied them together. One had him in it. The other one had his seeds, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, but there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories about Johnny Appleseed and, and kind of, you know, how his uh, legend grew. You know, there's he, he practiced, uh, you know, down in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. You know, a lot of the things I think growing up, uh, and hearing about Johnny Appleseed is, was he was kind of a wanderer, uh, which is pretty neat. But um, but yeah, he he'd pick the seeds and he'd go and plant them and just keep it keep it going. Um, essentially, he was very uh, invested. It's a lot of investment, I think, which is a pretty neat way to to put it. It's like investing stocks in companies. He's investing apple seeds in people's farms. Um, yeah, and I think the wonderer part of him is almost understated because his legend was already kind of getting around and uh, people were hearing about him, which is pretty phenomenal because that definitely had to be word of mouth, right? For sure. Like back in the seven, you know, right around the right after the Revolutionary War. I mean, we did have newspapers and stuff, but, um, you know, it wasn't like you can turn on the television to hear about Johnny Appleseed or watch no. the Johnny Appleseed documentary, you know. Uh, but his name was getting around and uh, people would actually invite him into their homes and he would either stay there for the night. Or one of the things that I read was he actually spent a whole winter living out of a tree stump. <laughs> so he would just find things in nature to live out of. <laughs> like, how cool is that? Like, it it seems kind of like, oh, man, what would I do without my video games and stuff? But at the same time, it's like a very adventurous life. Like, you get to meet yeah. a lot of people, see a lot of cool things. Yeah, me and you are the Kyler Murrays of this. We would need our video games. <laughs> So you're gonna have to put that in our work contract. I can't I, play them. I will. I will speak with my agent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, so he did the work. You know, obviously he he he's he, you know, threw the seeds, planted them everywhere. But um, but a little, it was a little bit more than just that. He actually straight up planted nurseries. Um, he built fences around them to protect them from wild animals and such. And he left the nurseries in care of, uh, you know, and so. And I have something with Matt stats that, that'll kind of, uh, you know, make this make more sense. But um, he, he he would make these nurseries even just for his own sake and have a neighbor um, take care of him who sold trees on shares. And then and then. Apples, Johnny Appleseed would collect. Um, he returned every year or so to uh, tend to the nursery. So he got around um, and keep in mind, too, he's probably doing a lot of this on foot. Um not a whole barefoot obviously, even barefoot even he's a big advocate for barefootedness so um but yeah so he spent a lot of time in pennsylvania um pennsylvania in ohio and that, that was kind of where he he got big but um legend really started growing around him in i mean he he was kind of well known but as far as uh, as far as like nat- internationally known, so to speak, um, in 1817, a, a, a church actually published a report about him. He was, it said he was a missionary because I believe if not, he was a he was a Christian man. He actually put passed out books and sowed apple seeds. That was that was That's kind a, of his. It was a big part of of his identity was the church that he went to. Yeah, um, uh, I'll touch more on that when I uh, do the did you knows but it was that was a very important to him that aspect of his life yeah 
For sure. Yeah. I mean, that that's, re- yeah, that was, man, I mean, a busy life, not only planting seeds, working on orchards and, and all sorts of stuff, but he's, he's, you know, he's a missionary for his church. So um, he actually played a big part in converting a lot of native Americans too. He, you know, Ohio was for the, you know, for, for a lot, a large part of uh, Johnny's life, as we said, uh, was about as far west as you can go, you know, and he conversed with a lot of um, uh, a lot of Native Americans and they left him alone, actually. Like uh, when you when he was traveling, host- like hostile tribes, they would just leave him alone. Um, he had this uh, a lot of them said that he had been touched by the great spirit. So uh, which I'm guessing means that he was just a, a, a good man. So which is cool. You know, there was no, you never hear anything about John, uh, Johnny, I almost said Johnny Townsend, Johnny Appleseed. You know, <laughs> walking, walking around with like guns or anything. He was just a, you know, he was just a, a man who uh, just knew how to talk to people. But um, the one thing that I really loved hearing about, you know, while reading this is that he cared very deeply about animals. All right. A- anything that he did all kinds of animals, all kinds down insects, to the insects, yeah. down to the insects. There's a little quote here. I'm not sure where it comes from, but um, um, oh, Henry Howe, he collected stories about him in the 1830s. It was a uh, one night, it was a cool autumn night, and uh, Johnny Appleseed had a campfire set up in the woods, and he just he was watching as mosquitoes just repeatedly just fly into this thing it just burst into flames um and he actually put it out (laughs) he put out his fire so mosquitoes would stop flying into it now as a man who has been bitten by benny mosquito bless his heart because i would have just cranked that thing up even a little bit higher (laughs) yeah same here uh those blood-sucking sons of guns can just eat it (laughs) they can Every single summer when the mosquitoes start coming out, I'm like, man, why couldn't, why couldn't the, the mosquitoes just like, suck, fat, suck fat in front of, instead of blood, right? Yeah. You know, just, oh, that would be great. Wouldn't yeah. that be great? I have, I will feed all of you. <laughs> I can keep a whole colony fed. So <laughs> is it, I think they're called, I just made that up, that a group of mosquitoes are called a colony. <laughs> they're bugs. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but that'd be great if that was a, our new weight loss program. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, there was also another time he made a campfire in a snowstorm at the end of a hollow log. And uh, I don't know why I said log like that, but uh, which, log. <laughs> he just wanted to use it uh, just to stay there at the end of the night, but he found it was occupied by a bear and its cubs. So he uh, he moved his fire to another end and slept on the snow in the open air. That's brave because I'd move my fire to the other end of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a bear and their cubs. I know. Uh, just a bear by itself is scary enough, but when it has its babies with it. Well, may, uh, maybe it's hibernating, maybe. Yeah, but they, they, they're probably angry because they're so sleepy. Yeah. I mean, I'm cranky when I get woken up. I Yeah. I've seen that one episode of SpongeBob. And Sandy the squirrel. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, me too. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> where she's trying to hibernate. Yep. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, some other stuff. He had a. Apparently, he healed a uh, a wolf's leg one time, and it followed him as a it, as a pet. And um, some other cool little things too. Now, that's just freaking cool, right there. Isn't right? that neat? That's I love it. Um, all right. So there's this. So he's kind of an uh, a butthole too, not intentionally, but. <laughs> Um, there's this, uh, there's this, this stuff called dog fennel. It is a, uh, it is a invasive species. (laughs) It is a weed. Um, and he planted it a bunch. He thought it was a useful medicine, medicinal herb, and it's a invasive weed. And he spread it all over, uh, (laughs) all over Pennsylvania and Ohio. Well, that's just more him not knowing, right? Like, no, yeah. He's not knownly being a, a butthole there. No, no, I know. I know. Sorry for his, you know, I don't mean to disrespect. I mean, I'm he, sure there were times where he was a bee. I mean, everybody, I don't care who you are. There was a time you were a beehold of somebody. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, another cool little story about him and his, his love of animals and such. The horse is supposed to be put down. Um, and it, I think it hurt its leg or something like that. And he, they were going to put it down and he actually bought the horse and uh, 
bought some acres and let it recover. And he gave the horse to somebody needy saying that they treat it humanely, which is, you know, just awesome, pure, so pure. Uh, You know, one of those people that I, I feel like there's a lot of people who preach religion a lot, but I don't feel like they, they do what's right. They're not, you know, you know, they're not as pure as they, they, as they claim they are. It's one thing to say that you're something. It's another thing to be that something you say you are. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, So there's that. Uh, He actually became a vegetarian later on in his life. And um, he didn't want to marry people or he didn't want to marry because he he said that he would find his soulmate on, on in heaven, which is pretty cool. Uh, But there's also, there's a lot of different discrepancies about his death, but apparently um, he officially died on March 18th, 1845, just kind of out there wandering. Well, not wandering at the time of his death. He was surrounded by uh, some strangers and uh, just old age caught up to him. He's about 70 years old at this point. And um, yeah, so they really don't know exactly which they say 1846, but people have say 1848, but that date, March 18th. Um, but there is a, uh, there is a, a grave. There is a, yes. uh, there is a grave in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is uh, pretty cool. And actually they, they, they try to do, they try to like figure out stuff about him. And um, in 1934, there's actually people that were there when he died allegedly for this committee um, to kind of help celebrate his, his existence. But that's, him in a nutshell that's johnny appleseed i shouldn't say a nutshell an appleseed no. shell there you go nailed that's it. him in an appleseed yeah. uh, him in an appleseed so that is uh yeah that's johnny appleseed his his story um it goes a lot deeper than just throwing seeds around everywhere you go it's being a good person uh being good to animals being kind to native americans who were looked at differently and looked down upon back in that time period um it's it's a good way to live it's a good way to live it's a good legacy to leave behind for absolutely sure. yeah. absolutely and i i i'm glad we did this month because i respect him a lot more for you know after doing this but uh but that is it for his history let us move on to matt's stats huh <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Johnny Appleseed, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. (laughs) Wild and crazy guys. So I actually learned something um, about settling in America back in the early 1800s, late 1700s. I always wondered how people can just kind of go somewhere and claim it. Uh, to be their own but apparently there was actual like laws to to go about it fascinating right right like there's actually like laws on how to do that some people you know i think back to our bonanza episode um and i I don't know why they found gold and they just built it this establishment and it was just theirs right but uh back in the early 1800s you had to uh you had to develop like some kind of basically the same thing if you developed a permanent homestead on any piece of property it's yours it's yours a very a much different way of uh of of operating than it is today um what johnny appleseed did was because he was nomadic he was a uh uh he loved to travel and walk around he planted 50 apple trees and uh boom the land was his all that's all that was his. I thought that to be really, really cool. Um, he quite the land baron. He tra- he traveled about a hundred thousand square miles of the Midwest and just planted stuff all the time. And by the time of his death uh, in 1840, again six or eight or whatever the heck, oh this site says 1845, um, he owned more than 1,200 acres of land just by planting trees. So. Um, and obviously he, he got some interesting residuals for that. Um, yeah, he left it all. He left this estate over to his sister, who was the, uh, I believe this is his older sister when he passed away. Um, he owned four, yeah, 12, 
a state of 1,200 acres of nurseries to a sister. He owned four plots in Allen County, Indiana, and a nursery in Milan Township with 15,000 apple trees, as well as two plots in Mount Vernon, Ohio. Um, Which you would think means that she's going to be well off, right? But wrong. actually, <laughs> if you want to keep, uh, do you have the rest of it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't like yeah, the economy. Um, finan- there's a financial panic in 1837. Crazy. Um, and it just destroyed his estate. His trees that were um, used to be worth, as he would say, a fippenny bit or a fippenny bit, which was six and a quarter cents. I'm imagining that six dollars and twenty five cents. Um, the trees were only worth about two or three cents a pop. And on and on top of that, he had back taxes he owed when he died. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> so, so so pretty much all that he left was all went to because of the economy crashing out and because of his back taxes oh absolutely there's um i mean there's all sorts of rumored stuff about you know the amount of trees that he actually planted apparently uh there is one uh there is one well-known tree that it was one of the last ones that johnny appleseed planted a 176 year old tree in nova ohio so that is the last one, 176 years old. That is the last known one um, that Johnny, you know, uh, planted for himself. But, um, but yeah, other than that, that's kind of all I got on him. Um, oh, the at least a five cent stamp of him in 1966. That's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff about Mr. Uh, Mr. Johnny Appleseed. But on that note, let us uh, head on over to Johnny's. Did you know? All right, here we go. Here we go. Of course, at the beginning, we learned that he kind of was born right around the American Revolution, but his dad actually fought in the American Revolution and uh, in one of the most famous battles. He was at the Battle of Bunker Hill. That's pretty interesting. That is actually really cool. Nice little connection there. We just uh, covered that last month too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like we have synergy or something, <laughs> but we don't plan that. It just it just happens. It just happens. Uh, the apples that he planted were actually quite small and tart. They had a really tart taste to them, uh, so they were actually more suited for making hard cider and stuff like that than just actually just eating them as like an apple you would just eat. Um, I mean, you could, but they didn't taste super great. Yeah, I'm picky about my apples too. I am too. I, I, I am. I am too. Yeah. Do you like a good old red apple or Granny Smith apple? What you what? What's Matt eating apple wise? Yeah, it's the Granny, the big green ones. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my that's my cup of tea right there when it comes to apples. I grew up on like these little. I think they're called Macintosh ones. Yep. Yes. Uh, yep. The little ones that just flavor wise, they just didn't quite hit. But the big green ones were just so full of juiciness. Oh, and yes. yeah, they yes. were they were just flavor, and it just those stood out way more to me, you know. And they weren't like easily brewed; they were just so big, and there was so much to them. And uh, yeah, it was it was some good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so he was actually the part of a church of Swedenborg was the name of the church. Uh, it uh, was uh, apparently a very strict church when it came to you know, the Ten Commandments and that type of thing. Um, you know, we kind of, Matt kind of touched on that before. You know, he never actually married. He didn't have any children. And they say because he didn't marry, he was actually, uh, he remained chaste his whole life. He never once uh, made a sweet, beautiful whoopee with a woman, apparently. That's it, the adult you know way to say that. Bless, bless, again, bless his heart. No idea how many uh, tree stumps that were. <laughs> Uh, caught his seed. <laughs> what the, you, that just a, you, just, <laughs> you just put a terrible, awful visualization in my head. I feel like it's like a, like a, it's wolf. human. <laughs> I just got, that's, oh that's what I tell God. myself. Uh, and then afterwards I'm still ashamed. Um, it's natural, but like, <laughs> I just got the worst idea for like a Will Ferrell as Johnny Appleseed movie. Oh. I, I, I'll tell you after. Please remind me. Oh, we'll pitch it. <laughs> uh, 
when the government actually started uh, prohibition in 1920, the reason that a lot of Johnny Appleseed's trees are gone, well, most of his trees are gone, is FBI agents would actually go and destroy many of those trees that he actually had planted. Uh, because that's what you use to make cider and stuff. So they just uh, got rid of the resource. That is the most, I feel like that's something like I'd see on South Park. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh God, we got to burn the trees down. <laughs> that does feel like a South Park thing. <laughs> it definitely does. Yeah. All right. So uh, when you think of Johnny Appleseed, just like with, uh, you know, uh, Daniel Boone and David Crockett, uh, you, you got, you get a certain, image in your head right of how he looks he's wearing kind of like old clothes he's barefoot and he's usually has like a like a pot on his head right yes well most of that is true uh he did wear clothes that were usually old and tethered uh that's usually what he wore he rarely i mean he did wear shoes from time to time but most of the time he did not he did prefer to be barefoot uh but it's not really true that he would war, uh, wear a pot on his head they, they think that kind of came from the fact that he would keep a lot of like um, fruits and stuff in his hat. He had like a normal hat. It wasn't a cooking utensil of any kind, but he would eat out of his hat. So people thought, oh, well, you know, that's kind of where that kind of grew from. It's, a, it's a kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he also didn't just he didn't just carry apple seeds. You know, we kind of hinted at that before. He would also carry medicinal plants, uh, and he was known to give these to Native Americans. Uh and that was just one of the few reasons why uh, they uh, he had a great relationship with a lot of the Native Americans. Hmm. Um, you know, um, he wasn't one of the things that you learn is, yes, he accepted payment for his uh, trees and apples and stuff. But also, if like somebody said, hey, I I really need this, but I can't afford this. I don't have any money. He would bar. He was open to trades and all kinds of stuff. So actually, a lot of his clothes came from trades for his apples. <laughs> Not a bad trade-off, right? If you're planting them, you got a bunch of them, then yeah, perfect. Uh, uh, <clears throat> all right, see if I can get this right. His great-great-great-great-grandnephew, uh, also named John Chapman, uh, to this day still has small apple orchards uh, in Maine and donates seeds and trees from time to time. He actually has... Uh, trees that are quote-unquote descended from the trees of his uh very famous relative so uh i thought that was pretty cool and here's my here's my favorite thing about him you know we mentioned that he was barefoot a lot well the legend around that grew he had incredibly tough feet i don't know if you know this or not matt but if you're walking barefoot outside there's a lot of things that can hurt your feet (laughs) It might have been a lot nicer back then, but there are still a lot of bad things. Yeah, there's still going to be rocks or something from time to time. Yeah. Right? Uh, those are not fun to step on. But the legend is that his feet were so tough that he would, when he had uh, children around and he was uh, entertaining kids, you know, trying to tell them stories and stuff, one of the things he liked to do was to take a needle and prick his foot because he wouldn't feel it because his feet were so tough. That is a... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what a trick. Uh, what a parlor trick. I know, right? Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, cool. Low-key, pretty cool. Hey, kid, look at my feet. <laughs> that's your Johnny Appleseeds. Uh, did you know? Let's get into where Johnny Appleseed stands in pop culture today. Pretty good. <clears throat> huh? all right so mr johnny appleseed (sighs) this is a tough one this is kind of a tough one as as some of these are i think there's a large population of americans that will always remember because i feel like back when you and i were growing up johnny uh american folklore heroes were a little bit more or say a lot more prominent um in like our education i don't know if i can go and ask my brother right now and he would know who johnny appleseed is i've actually haven't i I haven't thought or heard of johnny appleseed and honestly when we decided to do the american you know folklore heroes month 
I probably hadn't thought of him in a while. And it's kind of like, it's one of those concerning things. Cause you know, again, we grew up in a, in a little bit more of an innocent time. You, you grow up and you hear these folklore story, stories and, and kids these days are growing up with, with the Paul brothers and, and Ninja <laughs> and, I think Ninja's not even relevant. <laughs> no, I I seen an article about him the other day. Okay, but, all right. But it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Ninja. Uh, but like, uh, trust me, he's doing just fine. I heard how much <laughs> money he made. <laughs> you know, but but they grew up like idolizing that they're they're throwing an iPad in their face. You know, for, for at the age of two or three. Yeah, and they they idolize TikTok and internet heroes and. And all this stuff with with no moral ambiguity. Didn't say that right either. Ambiguity nailed it. Uh, I, I, you know, I grew up with books. I grew up with books of these these characters, and I like to think that I took the best parts of them and kind of cherished them for with me for you know all my life. And I just don't think kids these days care. Um, which is sad, which is sad. Every time I, I mean, you know, almost every time I look at an apple, like I, like I, I kind of like, Oh, Johnny Appleseed kind of, <laughs> um, I actually try to grow apples, you know, when I was a kid, my mom helped me with a, got me a little planter thing and we grew some apples. So we tried, I messed it up as usual, but, um, uh, but the, like, Kids nowadays, he'd rather, you know, it's just, it's such a different generation. Um, but Johnny Appleseed's like, it's a really cool one to me. It's, it's one that brings back good memories uh, growing up as a kid. Yeah, it's, I think in general, just history on its own uh, is a, not a very popular subject anymore, right? Uh, I adore it. And, I mean, even History yeah. Channel itself has gone away from history, right? Uh, they're what they were based on. You very rarely see that. It's more reality television there now. I haven't so. seen a History Channel documentary in at least fifteen years. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I used to love those. I strived on those, right? Same, uh, yeah, I really, really love those. But they uh, they're few and far between now. Uh, when we were growing up, we had the benefit of. Uh, they would actually use these American legends as uh, tools for not only education, but entertainment, right? We'd have books. Uh, it'd be taught in schools. Uh, Disney would make cartoons of them or whoever would make cartoons of them. And it wasn't unusual to see uh, you know, like a Johnny Appleseed uh, five-minute cartoon short or something like that. It just wasn't right. unusual. But now I think it is. I think you're right. I Unless, I, I mean, this is the first time that I've heard the name Johnny Appleseed in a long time. And it's because you said, let's talk about Johnny Appleseed. I could probably, man, easily years and years and years of nobody even bringing it up. So I, you know, I famous, uh, famously. Yeah. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, I, one time I I probably, I think I told the story on this show, but uh, one time when I was heavily involved in the church that I grew up in, I was kind of like the uh, youth teacher, right. When I was in my, uh, mid to upper 20s and uh, all the youth are all high school kids right uh, ninth through 12th grade that's the youth for our church at that time and we had a big group there's a lot of them and uh i just just casually because uh obviously if you know me i'm gonna make jokes and i did there and i made some johnny cash joke it was johnny cash uh, another one we've covered on the show we have yeah and none of them knew who he was they had <gasps> never even they had you no did clue tell that who Johnny Cash was. And he's way more recent and probably more famous, honestly, uh, than Johnny Appleseed. So, a lot more mainstream, a lot yes. more liked, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I have a bad feeling about anybody named Johnny when it comes to history being remembered. And it makes me sad because that's also my name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm with you. Johnny Appleseed uh, has a special place for me because it, um, and honestly, with this research, this is why I'm glad we do this show, because even though I always uh, liked the legend of Johnny Appleseed, when you actually dive into him, it's actually even more interesting. And um, I have found even new uh, found respect for him. So, yeah. Yes. 
Same here. Same here. This is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. I'm glad we uh, glad we got to, we decided on doing this. So um, until that documentary comes out, uh, you know, years later, where somebody dove in and found like something he really terrible he did. <laughs> and in that case, we will also retroactively say, um, uh, you know, he can rot in Apple Hill. <laughs> yes, well, let's cover I mean, both like our it's... bases there. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Our um, heroes are falling left and right, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so we're moving on from uh, apples and um, and and the 1800s version of Chuck Norris, and we move on to uh, we move on to food. Our next month's theme is food and very popular food. We've never done a food themed episode, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is a brand new. Uh, as we're almost Johnny, we're almost three years into this thing, by the way. Um, wow. Crazy to, to think yeah, about. Wow. We started September or August of 2019. Um, we have never done a food episode. Well, we've done McDonald's, but that's like not specific food, but yeah, that is specific foods. Yeah. The history of those foods, not the history of, you know, uh, a place like that. So we're really excited to do that. Johnny gets first choice and, um, what are we talking about next time we show up here on Metro Pop? Well, what's funny is um, uh, me and my friend group here, whenever we're, we get together, we almost are always part of that getting together is eating, right? We're going to mm-hmm. eat something together. And then while we're eating, we almost always end up talking about other food. It never fails. <laughs> happens all the time. In fact, at one point, I probably have the notes on my phone still. I started just keeping tabs of all the times we talked about food just because I found it really funny that we talked about food so much. <laughs> and here we are. We're going to talk about food. Uh, but I'm going to talk about probably, I would say, when you're asked, when you ask anybody, hey, what's your favorite food? I guarantee you uh, this is going to at least make everybody's top five. There's no way that it doesn't. I think I've. it's very rare. I think I've met maybe one person. I remember one person saying they didn't like this food and it just blew like everybody's mind exploded because there's all kinds of ways you can use it. We're going to talk about pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's got to be nice to have like a whole, like perfectly laid out stat <laughs> segment. again. I can't remember the last time. Eight perfect slices of stats. <laughs> I can't remember the last time that uh, that we had like a like an easy to find stat episode uh, that we could do. But yeah, yeah, like I'm excited for this. We're going to each tell you our uh, Matt and I are each going to give you our personal favorite pizza. Yes, uh, and uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and uh, we'll see. We're gonna we're just gonna have some fun with this. So we're the first food we're talking about is I would dare say a food icon pizza. Absolutely, absolutely. Should be fun, long history to dive into. It might be end up now. We'll try and keep it reasonably, but if we could dive in, it might have a very long history portion too. So um, which is I know I'll be starving after I know. I'll get to eat get pizza while we record it. Uh, I have no problem doing that. I have no problem doing that. But ladies and gentlemen, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this uh this week's episode. Uh, Retro Pop, as we said, we'll be back in two weeks with pizza. Man, that's going to be a lot of fun. Johnny, thank you as always, my friend. Uh, listeners, take care and keep on popping. What? Hmm? <laughs>